If there's one band that kind of sonically sums up all of the mental associations that you might have with being face down drunk in the gutter on Avenue C and uh, 10th Street in New York City's uh, East Village in circa 1996, I can say without reservation that it is the music of the Chrome Cranks, uh, whom we just heard do a totally brain-frying, incredible song called Burn Baby Burn from the... Uh, that's the, uh, the flip side of a single on PCP Entertainment from 1992. Such a great band. Whatever was being said about scummy East Village raunch rock in the mid-1990s, the Chrome Cranks were the band who were saying it. And uh, there, was, there, were, there were many other, uh, I don't know, I guess you, you might call them contenders, uh, you know, vying for that title, but nobody ever touched the greatness that the Chrome Cranks achieved. Uh, on their many, many records, which were, were released on labels like Crypt and Sympathy for the Record Industry and PCP Entertainment. And uh, just recently, actually, there was a Chrome Cranks retrospective of, uh, of rarities and B-sides and remixes and such that was put out by the Atavistic label, uh, which does a pretty slam-bang job of uh, kind of exhibiting just what a presence these guys were. Uh, a great band and uh, so sorely missed. Uh, in this uh, in this sad and pathetic age of uh, lame rock bands representing New York City to the world. Oh boy, did I just say that out loud? I'm sorry. I usually like to keep those sorts of opinions to myself. Anyway, the Chrome Cranks with Burn Baby Burn. Like I said, that's the B-side to the Dark Room 45 from 1992 on PCP Entertainment. Uh, this was before uh, Bob Burt from Sonic Youth and Pussy Galore had joined the band to, uh, to bang on the cans for him. Uh, but it did feature uh, Mr. Peter Aaron, Jerry Teal, and William Weber, who sort of comprised uh, at least uh, three-fourths of the classic lineup. Charlie Hansen playing the drums, uh, rounding out the personnel for this particular Chrome Cranks release. And those guys, uh, some of those guys formerly of the Honeymoon Killers, of course. So no shortage of rock legacy being bandied about where matters of the Chrome Cranks are concerned. Before that, music from the Volcano Suns from a single that's an incredible single that, as far as I know, nobody really bought. But everybody I know who has this record agrees that that song is like the greatest Volcano Suns song ever, which is why it's so criminal that it's kind of buried on this uh, on this Lone Wolf 45 that not that many people ever heard. It came out on the Quarter Stick and Touch and Go labels um, sometime right around the uh, release of the last Volcano, Volcano Suns record, which, if memory serves, was called Career in Rock and was just as great as all previous Volcano Suns records. Um, uh, the band featured Mr. Peter Prescott, uh, who had formerly been in uh, Mission of Burma, as well as uh, Bob, uh, what's his name, from Shellac and that other band. Uh, great stuff, and uh, like I said, definitely one of their most uh, kind of wailing and stomping songs, of the many wailing and stomping songs in the Volcano Suns uh, back, uh, back catalog. Um, I don't know how much hope there is for a full-fledged Volcano Suns reunion. I know that uh, Mission of Burma's reunion has kind of turned into a reactivation at this point. I think they've recorded two full-length records and have done extensive touring. So, uh, so who knows? And it's, it's sort of sad in my mind that the Volcano Suns never achieved the same level of popularity as Burma, although they were very different bands. They were kind of equally great in my imagination anyway. So uh, anyway, take that song for what it was. Uh, it's called Openings. And like I said, it's the B-side of the Blue Rib single on Quarter Stick and Touch and Go Records. This is the Anti-Static Podcast, where we uh, dig back into the, uh, uh, into the mounds and mounds of independent 45s that were released throughout the 1990s and pick out three of them and dust them off and, and uh, show them to the 2007 kids and see if it makes any impression. Uh, this ain't no nostalgia trip, although I know it's hard to 
sort of make it uh, seem like that's not the direction that this is heading down. You know, week after week of this, uh, you know, shameless uh, revisitation of the halcyon days of uh, mail order and photocopied fanzines as the uh, as the uh, program description for uh, this particular show goes. But um, I think there's no harm in, uh, you know, if you have to let nostalgia into your life at least a little bit, you know, 15, 16 minutes a week is probably not going to you know, send anybody to prison. And hopefully you agree with that assertion. My name is Mike Lapika. Like I said, this is the Anti-Static Podcast, made possible by WFMU and WFMU.org. You can go to the playlist page for this particular program and uh, find links to uh, these bands' homepages if they have them or if they're maintaining MySpace pages or whatever. And uh, whenever possible, we also try to link up to what some of the musicians in these bands are doing nowadays. And, uh, you know, if their record labels are still active, uh, if it's possible to still buy these singles, you know, we'll definitely link up there when possible. Um, so check it out. Go to wfmu.org slash playlists slash AS. That's anti-static AS. Um, and check it out. And we can uh, hopefully uh, hopefully put you uh, point you in the direction that you want to be heading. You can also leave comments about any of the shows or get in touch with me. Uh, and uh, perhaps make requests for some long-forgotten 45s from uh, your stash that you maybe loaned to your girlfriend or your boyfriend from 1996 and they moved away in California and never give it back to you and you're still pissed off about it and we'll try to dig them up here for you so you can at least uh, relive some tiny portion of the past. My name's Mike Lapika. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking this out. Uh, new episodes of Anti-Static become active every Wednesday so do subscribe uh, using your iTunes thingamabobby or just go to wfmu.org where you can stream them as you would any other streaming uh, WFMU archive. wfmu.org is the website address. Okay. I'm talking in circles. Let's get on with it. Another one of my favorite labels uh, from the 1990s and uh, and beyond. They're still active, although certainly not as prolific as they were back then. Uh, a label from Ohio called Scat Records. And uh, they put out some of the greatest, uh, uh, truly, <laughs> some of the truly uh, most uh, most impressive independent releases of the era with bands like uh, Prison Shake and, and Cobra Verde and Guided by Voices in their midst. It was kind of hard for them not to. Uh, one of the kind of sleepers, if you will, of the Scat Records catalog, however, uh, is a guy named uh, Brian DiPlacido, uh, who went by the name A Bullet for Fidel. And uh, he released a couple of EPs on Scat, as well as this single. And we're going to hear the A-side. It's called The Last Day of Fall. So once again, this is A Bullet for Fidel, a.k.a. Brian DiPlacido, doing The Last Day of Fall, here on the Anti-Static Podcast on WFMU. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next Wednesday. She's thinking about ending it all And she's shaking in her boots And she's staring at the sun Never knowing it's the last day of fall He's walking down the street With his collar turned up And he's looking for a room for the night Picking up in the southern city walls, he can barely get his last smoke to light. And the clouds shame along the sun, and our brother, he feels so small, like a trapped house fly who's about to die on the very 
And the sound of a 